Time and time again, people come to Sage International Incorporated because they experience confusion about the entity or entities they have formed either on their own or through another service provider. If you do not understand how to obtain solid liability protection, effective tax reduction, or have never given any thought to the importance of exit or estate planning issues, then the Sage Facilitator Program was designed specifically for you. To learn more, call Sage International Incorporated at 775-786-5515 and schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry Hill today. The Sage clients enrolled in the Sage Facilitator Program have discovered that this proprietary process creates tremendous peace of mind for themselves and their families. It's time for you to stop worrying by calling 775-786-5515 to learn more so we can help you today. Call Sage International. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla. Glad to be with you. Enjoying conversation about real estate, real estate for investors, and investors' opportunities. Today with me in the studio via telephone, I have Dustin Heiner. He's the founder of Master Passive Income. Welcome to the show, Dustin. Hey, Peter. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I, just, I love real estate investing. It's how I was able to become successfully unemployed. That's what I like to call myself, not having to work for somebody else. But then, you know, I just go to the gym, hang out with my family, and come on radio shows, podcasts, and talk to great people like you. So I appreciate you having me on. Back with more after this. If you love teaching and want to make a difference in the lives of our young children, become a teacher at Community Services Agency. Hi, my name is Brandi Dunbar, and I've lived here in Reno my entire life. I've worked for child care for the last 17 years, and I just started working at CSA about a year ago, and I absolutely love it. Here at CSA, teachers have more time to plan, more time to teach, and more time to play. Call 786 if you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775 775- 786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. The most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Dustin, we, a lot of our listeners, uh, they are first-time home buyers. Maybe they are thinking about buying their first rental property, their first investment property. And I talked to people about something that I learned many years ago when I was a mortgage lender. I learned that most millionaires in America became millionaires because of real estate. Have you heard that too? Absolutely. And it's, I think the quote comes from Dale Carnegie who says 90% of all millionaires became so through owning real estate. And by far, real estate is the place where people make the most money and store their money. And so I personally love investing in real estate because I get cash flow, which is passive income every single month from my properties. And on top of that, the value of the homes keep going up because just over time, we know markets go up. But the biggest thing for me is I make money from my properties every single month in the form of passive income. 
So that's what I'm able to feed my family on. That's why I'm able to not have to work, a, I call it a J-O-B, a just overbroke job, uh-huh. but everything from making money, storing money, and then even generational wealth, giving it to my kids is what I will be doing. But that's all with owning real estate and making sure you're making money every single month. Yeah, uh, being a real estate investor, an entrepreneur, if you will, has great benefits for the individual, but I see that there are many benefits for the families of these individuals. If they have employees, their employees do better, they prosper better. I mean, uh, real estate investment is really a ticket to prosperity and really achieving the American dream. It's well more than just buying your own home. It's being able to able to live off of your income, live off of your passive income that you make when you are a successful real estate investor. Now, we're going to talk about a lot of different aspects of the investment world in real estate today, Dustin, but I'd like you to share with our listeners some of the things that I read about when you finally decided to just quit your everyday job. You see, a lot of real estate investors, these pros, they didn't really come up through the trenches like other people did and experience the difference from before, you know, when you weren't a real estate investor, how you lived, how your life was, the amount of stress in your world, and then afterwards. So could you share with us with that about that transition for you? Absolutely, yeah. So I, just like every single person, was taught, and we're all taught this, basically you go to school, you get good grades, and you take those good grades, you go to college and university, and you get in thousands and thousands of dollars into debt and get even more good grades to get a piece of paper called a degree, and then you hopefully go to businesses and try to get a quote-unquote career and then work 40-plus years of your life and retire to 65, 70 years old and try to live on what you managed to save that entire time you're working at just over broke job. Well, I'm doing that exact same thing. I got the most stable, secure job you could ever think of. I was in California at the time working for the local county government and doing technology, and we know California's not going away, government's not going away, and technology's not going away. And so I started working there, been working there for 10, 12 years, and then I started, I bought one rental property because I heard that same quote, 90% of all millionaires came so through own real estate. So I bought one rental property, and it made me $317 in passive income. Basically, in one month, I didn't work, and I made money, which I thought, man, I need to be an investor. Well, Peter, you know what happens, life started getting in the way. My wife and I started having children, one, two, three, and four. By the time we had our fourth child, I went on paternity leave from my desk job, you know, set down desk job. But this is what really shoved me or catapulted me into real estate investing. I went on paternity leave. That's where the mom stays home, or sorry, the dad stays home with the mommy, changes poopy diapers, and bonds with the baby, all the good stuff. And then I go back to work. Two weeks later, I go back to work. And on a Friday, that same week I go back to work, I had a call from my boss's 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 secretary, like the top dog, and she says, Dustin, would you please come to the office? And I said, sure. And I paused for a second and hung up, and I thought, why are they wanting me to come to the office? Like, this is not normal. And I've seen plenty of movies. Friday at 3.30 is not a good sign for anybody. So I get up, and I walk down the hallway to my boss's office. Now, this hallway isn't very long. In fact, it's kind of short. But every single step that I took, it felt like the hallway got longer and longer and longer, and it felt like my feet became lead bricks because it started weighing on me that I could potentially lose my job. Well, I get down the hallway, I turn the corner, I see my boss's door. His door's closed, and a super sweet, nice old lady, his secretary said, Dustin, would you please have a seat? So I go and I sit down, and I start thinking about my life. Like, if all this is taken away from me, if I get laid off, did I just waste my life doing this? And if I don't have money to provide for my family, 
does that make me a failure as a father, a failure as a husband, as a man, try to provide for his family? Well, as I'm sitting there, my hands get all clammy, my forehead gets all sweaty because the nerves of everything are just crashing down on me. Then the door to my boss's office opens up, and out walks a coworker of mine with a piece of paper in her hands. She's noticeably distraught. She's not necessarily crying, but you can tell her world has been rocked. She passes by me, and I get up, and I go into my boss's office, and I get laid off. And remember, this is the government. Nobody gets fired or laid off in the government, but I did. And the reason why I tell the story is because of the lesson that I learned. So I took that piece of paper, I went back to my desk, and I realized two things. There's a lesson. Number one, I need to get out of job to be able to provide for my family, so I was really blessed, praise the Lord, to find another job in the same county, different department wasn't having issues, check. But the second thing, this is why I tell the story, I need to make sure that this never, ever happens to me again. I need to make sure that nobody has the ability to take away my ability to feed my family. So right then and there, I told myself, I will now always call myself an investor. I wanted to be an investor, but life kept getting in the way. Now, I said, anytime anybody asks me the question, what do you do? You know, we always reply with, oh, here's my job. We're basically projecting the value that we put on ourselves is coming from our job. Now, our value doesn't come from our job. For me, my value comes from my God, from myself, and from my family. So right then and there, I started telling everybody that I'm an investor. So fast forward the story, started buying rental property after property after property, each one making me $250 a month in passive income every single month. And after 20-plus properties, I realized even though I'm making $70,000 a year at this job, I'm losing money. So last part of the story, I realized that my value is so much more than anybody could ever pay me. So everybody listening to this, you need to realize this as well. Your value is so much more than anybody could ever pay you because, and this is how you'll know that, your boss is paying you just enough to keep you working without quitting, but not so much money that takes money out of their pocket. If you got paid for the value that you're worth, they'd probably go broke. So instead, what I did, I took my own life in my own hands and started buying property after property, each one making me $250 a month. Eventually, I did not need to work again because I had so many properties and passive income. Now I literally have 40 plus hours of my life back because I'm not working for somebody else. That really is what people need to understand when they are not investors and they're looking to the future and they're trying to figure out, is this the right goal for me? Is this the right thing for me to do? Every successful real estate investor that I visit with, Dustin, they talk to me about those tough times, the decision-making times early in their life. And when they made that decision to move forward and become a real estate investor and make that their career, the way that they support themselves, their family, well, that's a huge decision. I have a feeling, Dustin, that it takes a certain kind of an individual to decide to get out of, let's say, the rat race, the J-O-B, and move into the world of entrepreneurship, of real estate investment. What are some of the traits of people that want to make this move? What, what can people ask themselves? Am I this kind of person? Am I that? Do I have that trait? What are some of the things you'd think about? I like that question because there, now I, my job, or my goal was to quit my job, to basically be self-employed or be an investor, have my own businesses, but not everybody has that goal. But the idea of having freedom in your life, freedom to do whatever you want. If you want to continue to work, mm -hmm. go right ahead because you have income coming in. Now, the type of personality, the type of person that actively gets it done. Now, I literally coach hundreds, if not thousands of people how to do this. When I quit my job, I started teaching people, and it was just so much fun that I kept doing it. And the characteristic that really resonates 
with almost every single student are a couple things. Number one, they have a vision of what they want. Now, my vision was to quit my job, but not everybody wants that. Maybe somebody wants to be able to have more time to travel, more money to buy the things they want. Whatever vision that they have for themselves, they see as real estate being the goal, or sorry, the vehicle to get them to that goal. So that's number one. They have to have a vision of where they want to go. Like, I want to be able to provide my family. That's literally my vision until I was able to do that. Now that's one, having a vision. Another one is having perseverance and patience. So those couple together, perseverance, mm-hmm. when you're pushing through the times where it's hard to find a property or hard to find the right person to help you get financing, hard to make money on certain properties because you didn't do it the right way, whatever it might be, you need to persevere through those hard times and then have patience. Like it took me four to five years, I think it was five years, of patiently buying and building my business over and over again. And you'll hear me say this over and over again, building a business, because I don't just buy a property and hope that I make money, just like a business. I don't build the business and hope to make money. I build the business knowing I'll make money. So perseverance, patience as well. And on top of that, what's going to get you through the tough times is other people around you. Having Mm -hmm. the personality that you want to serve other people and you want to have other people work together with you, that is a huge characteristic that I see all my students have. But on top of that, you need to have education. Just like you go to college for your degree, you need to know how to do it right. Because if you don't do it right, then sadly you'll have a, a liability instead of an asset. So those are the main things that I see that if you want to be an investor, you need to have. Persistence is one of the biggest things I think you need in almost any field because there are no smooth sailing courses that are smooth all the way. There's always ups and downs. But when you see the final destination from becoming a real estate investor, uh, it's just amazing what you can do. Dustin Heiner is my guest today from Master Passive Income. We're going to talk now about something he talked about, which is working with other people. You see, I believe your interactions with other people, no matter what field you're in, but especially if you're in real estate, well, that's the true key to success. Back with more after this. A gratifying career as a CSA Head Start teacher or early Head Start teacher is your chance of a lifetime. Hello, I'm Yvette Clark, and I've been in northern Nevada for over 50 years, and I've worked at CSA for one year. We do a family restaurant-style eating at Early Head Start, and the kids try all new foods. We would love to have you join us. Give us a call if you're interested, 775-786-6023. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. You're tuned in to 93.7 FM here in Northern Nevada and listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Glad to be helping you like we help many of our listeners over the course of the last 18 years to make great deals when it comes time to buy or sell real estate. 
And I'm not talking just about primary residence or even second homes. I'm talking about investment property, too, because that's the way that you can really get ahead in the world from, let's face it, most people, on you look all around them, they're not real estate investors. You can raise yourself above the crowd when you're a real estate investor. You can do more. You can succeed more. You can get more for yourself and your family, and you can really help a lot more people. When you get into the world of real estate investing, it doesn't mean you're going to sit in a cave and just work on your computer. You actually have to deal with people, and you actually have to go out into the world. Dustin Heiner, I'm glad you're with us on the show today. I want to talk to you about something. I work with a lot of young people, and over the course of the last couple of years during the pandemic era, a lot of young people got used to working remotely not coming into the office, right? They could do everything uh, on their computer and they felt fine, all was good. Uh, the company seemed to be appreciating that as well and continued to assign people to work remote schedules. But that has changed lately and it doesn't look like it's going back to that remote workplace in general in the future. More and more people are saying, come back to work. Well, a lot of people that got used to working remotely, they're not happy with the situation. I suspect these might be great candidates to be thinking about becoming a real estate investor instead of going back to work for the rest of your life in an office. Oh, totally. Well, I, when I was 37 years old, I was blessed to be able to quit my job because I had 30-plus properties. And like I said um, earlier, I make a minimum of $250 a month from each one of my properties. And, so, and for me to be able to replace my income, I asked my wife uh, a while ago, I said, hey, honey, how much money do we spend every single month? What are our expenses? And I remember the number. It was plain as day in my brain forty two hundred dollars you know mortgage food insurance all that yep. stuff and then i realized with my real estate investing if i buy one property it makes me 250 dollars a month that's three thousand dollars a year in passive income not working i hire other people they do all the work and with that i make three thousand dollars a year now if you had 10 properties at 250 dollars a month that's two thousand five hundred dollars a month thirty thousand dollars a year without working if you have 20 properties, that's $5,000 a month, $60,000 a year in passive income. And I realized all I got to do is just scale my business. Remember, this is a minimum of $250. I have some properties that made me six, seven, eight hundred. $800, $1,000 a month in passive income because over time, rents go up. Now, if you're thinking about whatever job you're working, you know, you like being home, you like having more of the freedom uh-huh. than going into the office every single day, which is what I did when I was working that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, I realized that it was so much better making money with my rental properties because I hire other people to do the work and the property does the work for me. If you remember a little bit ago, I said we build a business first. Right. We don't just buy a property and hope that everything works out. No, what I do, in fact, what I teach all my students at Master Passive Income is we build a business before we buy one piece of property. Let me give you a quick example of what it looks like. Okay. If you're going to start a convenience store, you know, convenience store, soda machines, candy bars, all the good stuff. Right. Well, you would not sign a lease on a location, open the doors, and set a box of candy bars in on the ground. You wouldn't do that. You go out of business in two seconds. What you would do, though, is you would build the business first. You get the gondolas, the shelving units, all the candy bars go on, the countertops, cold storage, bank accounts, cash registers, insurance, employees, everything in the business before you buy any inventory. Same thing with real estate investing. We build the entire business, and every property that we buy is a piece of inventory that we put into our business. That's how... We, as business owners, investor business owners, 
we know we'll make money, a minimum of $250 from every single property. We also know that we can scale the business to be able to get out of working that J-O-B, that just a real job. If you want to work remotely, I, you can literally work anywhere in the world from your for your properties or your business because you have other people do the work for you. Does that all make sense? Oh, it totally makes sense. In fact, a lot of new first-time investors, well, I hear them saying things like they're going to buy this home or this new rental, and they'll be able to do all the work themselves because they're a pretty handyman guy around the household, and they can get time off from work now and then to unclog a toilet or to fix, fix a, a shingle on a roof. But that's really not the best way to run a business, is it? Absolutely not. In fact, well, I'll put it this way. I have some people ask me because they say, hey, Dustin, do you manage your own properties? I have 30-plus properties now. And I say, no, I don't manage properties. And they say, well, they ask me, how do you afford to hire a property manager? I say, I don't. Like, I don't have to get a job to pay for my property manager. I make sure that that property manager is accounted for in my expenses before I buy the property. And then I make sure that I make $250 a month on top of that. So, all, and you'll, Peter, you'll definitely get this. So I don't pay my property manager every month. I don't pay my mortgage. I don't pay my insurance. I don't pay my taxes. I don't pay for repairs. I don't pay for any of that stuff. Now, my tenants pay for that. Now, it so happens the money comes into me, the back out to all those bills, but I don't have to get a job to do that. And so what I do is I make sure that I don't have to do any work. I don't want to fix the toilet. I don't want to fix the roof and shingles and stuff. I only want to think about my properties. I want to be playing with my kids. I want to travel the world, do whatever I want. Mm -hmm. And so what I do I make sure that all of those expenses are accounted for. Repairs, property manager, taxes, insurance, they're accounted for in all of my expenses. But then I make sure that I can rent it for at least $250 more so that I do not have to do any fixing. I don't have to do any repairs or any of that stuff. So, you know, I work with a business associate that is in the business of helping people buy and sell businesses. And when she helps them buy or sell businesses, they look at the financial reports, the cash flow analysis, the balance sheet. Uh, they look at all, all the details of the transactions, the kind of business that comes in and out the door. Before they buy that business, before they make an offer, they go through it with a fine-tooth comb. It sounds to me like when you buy investment property that's going to be rented or leased, you have to look at it the same way. That property, in fact, is a business. 100%. Let me say it differently. I'm right there with you until the very last statement. So that property is not a business. Here's what I, reason why I say that. So when I first started investing, it was in 2006, before the crash, and I was listening to those quote-unquote gurus, and they were telling me that property is a business, it's your business, and then I was doing everything they told me to do, and my property manager started stealing from me within six months. It was horrible because I didn't build the business first. Now, the reason why I say it, your property is not your business, it's because we build a business and then that business owns the inventory, which is a property. And so that's how we're able to scale. But you're also 100% right in that we are, if you're a real estate investor, you need to view yourself as a business owner. Mm -hmm. You need to view yourself as somebody that has, not necessarily employees, because we can get contractors that would do the workforce, like property managers, other people, we hire them out, but we own a business. And that business does the work for us. Just like you would, if you're going to build a business, you're going to make sure you have people running it for you. You're also going to make sure that you're making money every single month. Just like if you're going to buy a candy bar for 50 cents and you know every day without a shadow of doubt you can sell it for a dollar. 
Well, you make 50 cents every single crowd of candy bar, so you do it all day, every day. But let's say you don't even have that 50 cents, and you needed to borrow that 50 cents, but it cost you 25 cents to borrow that 50 cents. Well, you're out of pocket 75 cents, and then you sell it for a dollar, you still make 25 cents. Same thing with real estate investing. We make sure we make passive income. We borrow other people's money to buy these properties, and then those expenses are accounted for in our property, and our business runs those properties because they're inventory. Does it all make sense? It makes sense. My guest today on the phone, Dustin Heiner. And Dustin is a real estate expert living with a great world because he's been a real estate investor for a long time, used to be a non-investor, life changed dramatically, and a lot of good information for people that are just throwing around in their mind the idea of a new stream of income, a new way of generating, well, a good life, becoming a real estate investor or taking that next step and going up to more properties than you have now. Doing it right is the key, and Dustin Heiner has a lot of great direction and advice. We'll have more with Dustin after this. While the kids are being cared for at Early Head Start, parents are able to maintain a job, go back to school, do whatever they need to do to support their family. Hi, my name is Miss Camilla. I work for Early Head Start. I am in the baby room. I absolutely love it. I love working with the babies. They are newborns to one-year-olds, and it's just very, very heartwarming. If you want a great job and love kids, come see us at Head Start and Early Head Start. If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. The most productive hour of your week. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for being with us today. We enjoy talking about real estate, real estate for investors, first-time homebuyers too. But we also love talking with people about why it's so great to live here in northern Nevada. It's the people. Oh, the scenery is beautiful. We have Lake Tahoe around the corner. But the people in northern Nevada are so special, really make you feel welcome. And it's a pleasure to talk to people, business, for recreational activities. It's a fun place to live. Our only challenge, of course, is like the same challenges they have all across the country, educating our youth. Well, the school systems have had their challenges across the country, and northern Nevada, no different. That's why we encourage people to visit a very important organization that we love. It's called the Empower Youth Foundation. They help children. They help families. They help people that have youngsters in their family that are struggling to keep up with their educational standards in their own classrooms. Sometimes the kids that come to Empower Youth, they're two grades, three grades, even four grades behind. Some kids are 10, 12 years old. They can't read. They can't even do simple math. But after just spending as little as 40 hours with Empower Youth Foundation, these kids can jump up a full grade level, sometimes catch up completely in just 40 hours, and in some cases, they exceed their friends in their same classes because they have advanced so much. Please consider learning more about Empower Youth Foundation and offer your generous donation. Visit EmpowerYouthFoundation.org. With me in the studio today via telephone is Dustin Heiner. 
He is a master real estate investor and many years of experience and has a great story, but he also has some outstanding education opportunities. Yeah, totally. I absolutely love giving away free information on how to invest. In fact, I have my podcast, the Master Passive Income Podcast, where it's literally me just giving out all this information for free. Just go ahead and listen to that podcast, my YouTube channel as well. But I do have a free course that I love to give away, and I have so many people invest just by getting the free course. So if you want to get this course literally for free, show you everything I talked about, how to build a business, find a property anywhere in the country to invest in, how to build the business, buy it right, make sure you're making money in passive income. If you text the word rental, because a lot of people are probably listening to this, text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L, rental to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give it to you. Get started investing. I'd love to help you out. You can even go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Masterpassiveincome forward slash free course. I'll literally give it to you. But with that, all I do is want to help you and give you the blueprint, the plans, the principles so that you can invest. In fact, my first goal when I was 27 years old, I said, I want to quit my job in 10 years. I was blessed. Check. 37 years old, I was, I was able to quit my job. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people to invest in real estate and hopefully become financially independent. And so this is just my another way, everything from my podcast to my YouTube channel and you know courses and coaching and all that sort of stuff. But definitely get that because I want to help you get started. Very good. I love your T-shirt that you wear on the photo you have of yourself on the website. It says, successfully unemployed. I love that. Absolutely. I, I think that's kind of a yeah, goal, so I, goal for a lot of people. It sure is. In fact, when I started telling people that I quit my job early, they said, oh, you're retired? What do you do with your time? I'm like, oh, I do plenty of stuff. In fact, I love building businesses. I literally have five businesses now that make me money. Mm -hmm. But when I say retired early, that, that throws the wrong thought in their head. I love the idea of being successfully unemployed, finding a way to make money to provide for myself and my family without yeah. working for somebody else. And I've done that through real estate and business building. Yeah. We were talking about some of the traits that uh, good real estate investors have or should have if they're thinking about becoming real estate investors. And I would think that having good people skills, you know, the ability to have a good conversation with anybody, the ability to uh, communicate effectively uh, challenges and opportunities, that's got to be a big part of what you talk about in your training and in your classes, Dustin, is how to become a really good communicator. Absolutely. If you are not able to convey what it is you're looking for or what it is you can do for somebody else, you're going to have a really, really tough time in anything in life, number one. But number two, business and real estate investing. You need to be able to help the person that you're working with achieve what they want. And I'll give everybody a free, free tip, absolutely. In life and in business, especially real estate, real estate is not about properties. It's about people. Business is not about a product. It's about people. Life is not about just experiences. It's all about people. You need to learn how to relate with people, how to understand them and get them what they want. I love a quote from Zig Ziglar. He says, you can get whatever you want in your life as long as you figure out how many people it takes to serve them so that you can get what you want. Mm -hmm. Basically, in a nutshell, you need to serve lots and lots of people. And that's why my new goal is to help a million people to invest in real estate because I found the more people that I serve, the more people I help get what they want, the better my life gets and the better their life gets. But it first came with understanding how to communicate, how to 
understand where they're coming from, and then convey that I'm able to help them or even just work with them. So you're 100% right. Everything is about people. Real estate is not about properties. It's about people. Dustin, a lot of the people that are in the world of real estate, real estate sales, uh, helping people buy and sell, also mortgage lenders, and really a, a majority of, let's say, retail businesses, entrepreneurs, many of these people, they feel uh, there's a great value and a need for face-to-face -face networking. You know, going to all the Chamber of Commerce events, the nonprofit organization events, uh, maybe even putting together events for yourself. Now, when you take the step forward and you become a real estate investor and you have multiple properties that you're, you're managing or you have management for, you have a number of things going, is the value still there of networking and connecting with people like you did even before you were a real estate investor? Two things. Number one, 100%, absolutely. And the second part of that, I believe not so much I even created a real estate investing conference because I love connecting with people. So my students, I've got hundreds, if not thousands of students now who I've shown, and they are now investors, that we're all friends on Zoom. You know, we get on group calls and everything. Yep. And they said, Dustin, we want to live get together. Like, we want to meet people in person. I said, okay, let me create something. So we have had, it's an annual conference called the Real Estate Wealth Builders Conference. This year we had 400 people come. We had sponsors. We had 50 speakers or so. It was absolutely amazing. And this next year, 2024, it's going to be in St. Louis in March of 2024. But I believe in networking and physically being with people so much that I built a conference. This is going to be our third year. And if you want to know anything about it, go to rewbcon.com. It's all abbreviated, rubcon.com, rewbcon.com. And it's a real estate wealth conference. But with that, it's not about sales. It's not about, hey, let's get money on the people. In fact, my conference is a no sales pitch conference. Most real estate conferences you'll go to, even if you go to RIAs or local real estate investor groups, if you go to business you know, chamber conference, it seems like a lot of it, people are takers. They just want to take from you. It's hard to find the diamond in the rough. I wanted a conference that was the opposite. I wanted people to gather together. The goal is to gather, not to sell things. And so you won't see, you know, usually there'll be a booth at the back and they'll be all hyped and self-fit from the front. They'll say, now run to the back and go. It's normally a billion dollars, but it's a thousand dollars today. You won't see that. In fact, it's all about community, relationships, and building our lives together. So I believe so much in that that I created my own conference. I'd love to see anybody come. It's, it's literally a conference designed for investors by investors because this is what I wanted in my investing, and I also want to share it with everybody else. Well, that's great because you also get to learn from real estate investors that are not only in your local city, in your backyard, but also learning about more, more and more about what's happening in different parts of the country. I'm, I'm learning more now, uh, Dustin, that a lot of people, they're no longer investing just in their hometown, their home state. They're really investing all across the country. The new technology allows us to have a lot more advantages in looking at properties because we're not tied down to just the local perspective when it comes to looking at real estate. Is that something that you cover in your instructions, too, on how to buy property, how to look at property that you, you can't even see on your own unless you look on the Internet? Absolutely. In fact, all of the 30-plus properties that I own, I even own hotels now. I'm, I'm investing in, in hotels. I literally have only seen one property out of all of them. We really? invest out of state. I love investing out of state. I will always be investing anywhere that mm -hmm. I can find good properties. And it so happens the Midwest is terrific right now for good passive income on properties. But this is what I teach my students is 
it doesn't matter where we are investing as long as people are there to rent from you, as long as there's a population for people to rent, there's inventory for you to buy. Remember, right. your property is inventory, it's not your business. As long as there's inventory you can buy, and as long as there's people that would manage your property, then we invest out of state. I love the Midwest right now, down in the Carolinas and the Florida. Terrific. We invest all over the country. And like I said, out of the 30 plus properties that I own, I've literally only seen one of them. And all of them, I literally, re- uh, here's the biggest thing, Peter. I don't rely just on pictures. What I rely on are experts. See, I coach a lot of students how to invest in real estate, and they might say, hey, Dustin, you invest in this one city. You're the expert. Tell me about it. And I say, no, no, no. I'm not the expert. I, just because I invested doesn't mean I'm the expert. Who is the expert? It's not Zillow. That's just a website. It's not any company that's online. It's the people that live there on the ground, the property managers, the realtors, the contractors, plumbers, mortgage brokers, insurance agents. Those are the experts. We build the business, make sure we get the right people, hire the right people for our business, and then we let them help us to make sure we do the business right. That's how we are able to invest all over the country, even thousands of miles away, because we're investing out of state. And it's not as hard as you think it might be, because a lot of people, a big hurdle, Peter, and you'll definitely understand this, is big hurdle is, oh, if I can't drive to my property, if I can't see it, then I won't be able to invest in it because I'm uh, kind of controlling. Yep. You need to be able to get that out of your system, get that controlling nature out of your system, because that's the only way anybody is able to really grow. If you literally manage every single one of your properties, you only have 24 hours in the day. You are not going to be able to do everything. You're, there's a certain limit to how many properties you'll be able to manage and fix up. Eventually, you cap. What you need to do is then hire other people. Might as well jump to that right away because it's the best way to go. That's what all businesses do. Yeah, no sense having to learn that later when you can do it right now. A lot of people, they do think about real estate investing like it's the 1950s, but it's not. When the two, in the 2000s, here we are, 2023, you can actually see your property. You can do the whole deal without actually having to travel there. And on your website, Dustin, I saw that you've got a list of some of the top states that are prime for real estate investing. I was very excited, in fact, when I saw Texas there because I have a niece that lives in Houston, Texas, and she bought a house there not long ago and tells me it's a dynamic area. Um, a lot of good things happening in the Midwest and, quite frankly, more so in the East than in the West, I notice. Absolutely. In fact, I invest in Houston myself. That's one of the cities that I invest in. And it really depends on the area, the city that you want to invest in and making sure that that city has good inventory, which means the types of homes that we want to buy at the right price point, that's going to make us money and passive income and have families live there for a long time so we can continually rent it out. So yes, I love Texas. Texas is great. Only a quick, quick side note. If you're going to invest in Texas, double check and triple check the taxes. Taxes are very expensive in Texas. So watch that. But Ohio is great. Indiana is terrific right now. Um, I have students investing in Georgia in Kentucky, like literally all over that area is really, really terrific. Yeah, and I know they're doing great, Dustin. We have to take a break, but when we come back, I want to talk about something that I also saw on your marketing information on your website, and that is talking about real estate with a little different twist. I'm talking about real estate for the residential assisted living people that are seniors, getting older, need more help. I'm finding that there's a lot of opportunity there, Dustin. When we come back, 
If you want the best tax and legal secrets used by successful real estate investors today, contact Sherry Hill, the wealth protection diva at Sage International Incorporated, a local company that's been helping new as well as seasoned real estate investors for over 20 years protect their hard-earned wealth today. To schedule a free 30-minute consultation with Sherry, call 775-786-5515. That's 775-786-5515 to strategize with the Wealth Protection Diva today. Call Sage International. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Natakwa News is delivered to the north slopes of the Sierra Nevada throughout Nevada and California. It's a delightful experience of yesteryear. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. A gratifying career as a CSA Head Start teacher or early Head Start teacher is your chance of a lifetime. My name is Eileen O'Malley. I've been working with Head Start for about a year now. I love my job. I love my career. I love this company. Not only do I get to make a uh, good impression with children, I also get to be involved in my community. I prefer working at CSA for multiple reasons. Um, I have more support. I have more room for growth. And we have smaller class sizes. Visit csareno.org. We're back on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Many of our real estate investors, you know, when they get started, they're sole proprietors. They do not have an incorporation established for their real estate holdings. They're taking great chances, taking a lot of risk, and uh, you really don't want to have to be dealing with uh, slips and falls, lawsuits, attorneys. You never know what can happen. You might lose a boatload if you have your real estate investments in your own name as a sole proprietor. That's why we recommend you talk to Sherry Hill from Sage International. 30 years in business helping people establish their LLCs, S-Corps, C-Corps, whatever it takes to do it right in whatever state you live in. Serving all 50 states across the country, Sage International. Visit the website, sageintl.com. Or give Sherry a call, 800-254-5779, and tell her Peter sent you. With me in the studio today, I have a great program because we are talking about real estate investments with Dustin Heiner. And Dustin and I have been talking about all sorts of great things, great ideas, the kind of background you should have, the kind of mentality you should have if you want to be a great real estate investor. But now I want to talk about something that we're all having to deal with at some point. We're getting older. In fact, senior citizens are really having a big challenge across the country finding a great place to live. Well, there might be some great opportunities in the world of real estate investing because I just saw an article on Dustin's website called Riches in Residential Assisted Living. Dustin, that sounds great because I'm thinking about taking care of my old members of my family. I could maybe even benefit from that financially by investing in that round of assistance and living for people. Uh, give us an idea of how that all is all coming together. Yeah, if you thought about one parent and one of your parents getting older and you want to put them in an assisted living facility, you might be paying a minimum of $5,000. It could be high $10,000 mm-hmm. a month, right. Twelve. It can go up very, very high if you realize how much money you're going to be spending and then think about what if I created my own? You, know, you have to have a little bit of, uh, I guess, insight into how to do that, which is not that hard. But what you really need to do is you need to do a couple things. Number one, 
have a property that's outfitted for each state's going to be different on what it needs to be, you know, laws and regulations and all that sort of stuff, but outfitted for the assisted living. You want to bring in tenants, basically uh, um, senior citizens that need assisted living, bring them in as your tenant. That's number one. Have a property that can handle them. Number two, you need to make sure in building the business for the property, you need to make sure you hire the right people that are going to be caretaking for your senior citizens that you bring into your property. So these, there's lots and lots of these types of people who are, they're actually have licenses and they're ready to actively take over properties. And if you think about one property, you might, if you did it right, you could even make $10,000 a month in passive income from run one property if you did it right. Now there is some things that are basically how to manage a business, how to hire the right people, how to make sure you're complying with all the reg- rules and regulations. Those are things you have to learn. But instead of you forking out $6,000 to $7,000 or more for your parents or your one, one parent to go into a res- residence or assisted living, instead you buy a house, you make sure that it has the right bathrooms, right amount of rooms, and then you get the caretakers in there, you pay them well, but Imagine instead of you paying five thousand or six thousand dollars a month, you're getting. Let's say you had ten people in one property, and each one's paying five or six thousand dollars. Let's say six thousand dollars. That's sixty thousand dollars a month that you're making. Imagine how much money you can pay for a caretaker or multiple caretakers. So that is the premise of residential assisted living. Instead of building a huge apartment complex and putting assisted living inside there, buying a house and then making sure that it's outfitted for residential assisted living and then building a business and making tremendous amounts of money. That's incredible. That's an incredible way to build a business. And from the social perspective, Dustin, it feels really good to do good things for the senior citizens of our world. And this is something that many people are looking for because uh, I've had family, look, living in some nursing home situations that have been less than, I believe, acceptable. Uh, It looks uncomfortable. But when you have some plan and a business in the residential assisted living world, well, you can dictate things to be better. And you're actually doing more than just making money. You're really helping society. You're doing good for mankind. And that's what I love about the world of real estate, Dustin, is that we have that choice every time we do a real estate transaction of saying this is a good deal for all parties. This is a good deal for that party. This is a good deal for this party. But we're always looking for make things right and making things positive. And I I think that the people that are considering going into real estate really need to realize that it takes a real positive attitude, a positive mindset to do good things. And when you're in that world, the money just kind of flows automatically. That's how I feel about it. Absolutely. And if you remember a little bit ago, I shared that if you serve enough people in this life, you'll get whatever you want. And this is another way to serve people. If you focus on serving anybody in your life, they will in return help you get what you want now this is a great way to definitely serve that honestly we're having so many because the boomers are getting so in that age of retiring and age of needing assisted living i actually know there is so few assisted living facilities that are needed there's so many more people that need these assisted living facilities than there are so it's a ready market for anybody to get in and you can actively really help other people. And you can get a lot more information, too, about the uh, assisted living programs and more about 
Dustin and his great business at masterpassiveincome.com. And uh, I'm sure you have a lot of people clicking in there and signing up for some of these classes and really getting more education uh, as they move forward in their thoughts about becoming a real estate investor. Dustin, one of the things I like that I saw was the one-minute green light deal analyzer. The reason I like that is because I'm sure most people, they have no idea what would make a good investment property. Sure, they know maybe the price is right, maybe they have the monthly payments, but in order for it to be part of a great business, there's a lot of other calculations, and it sounds to me like this green light deal analyzer might be a good way to start. It, it sure is. In fact, I created it because I wanted something very fast and easy because in my business, whenever I buy a property, I make sure I'm making a minimum of $250 a month in passive income. Right. I'm making sure that I'm capturing equity when I buy the property. There's so many other criteria that I have in there, and every time I was analyzing the property, I realized I was taking so much extra time because I was doing all the calculations over and over again, just for every property. I thought, let me create something for myself that I would literally use. All I got to do is put in the purchase price and my loan amount and how much it rents for. And then boom, it spits out if it's a good property or not. In fact, there's six different criteria that we look for. And if it's a red light on those different criteria, then we try to adjust it or we don't buy it. Mm -hmm. If it's all green, then it's probably going to be a good property. And what happened was I realized that, my goodness, I love this thing, and people wanted that from me. So now I have that on my site, and I just let anybody else have it. They, they, it's really a great way for anybody to get started in analyzing, because it also even shows the numbers, too, because a lot of people want to know, how does this actually calculate? Well, it actually shows that for you as well so that you can understand it. But, man, it's such a life and time saver. Well, yeah, and, you know, after looking at it, I'm sure a lot of people gain confidence because now they have a map, essentially, because there's a lot of intricacies in the world of real estate investing. There are expenses that people don't think about. There are transactions that people don't think about until they become a real estate investor. And maybe that lack of knowledge sometimes creates a fear of uh, failure. But when you look at this digital analyzer, it's kind of like you've got, you've got a map to the to the uh, to the the bottom of the rainbow, right? The pot of gold. It's there if you follow this strategy and you do the other things we've talked about. You have a great attitude. You have a positive attitude. You care about other people. You do things for others, and you're essentially doing things for the world that will ultimately pay you in great rewards as a real estate investor. Dustin Heiner, it's been great to have you here on our radio show here in Reno, Nevada. Do you get out to the West? Do you do any presentations out in this part of the country? Absolutely. In fact, I live in Arizona myself right now, and I love uh, being on the West Coast. I'm definitely a West Coast person. Very nice. Very nice. I, uh, I love Northern Nevada, and we'd love to have you come up and visit us in the studio and uh, chat a little bit more about real estate and real estate for investors. If you ever get up this way, Dustin. Uh, we're real close to Lake Tahoe, Thank you know. You, Peter, Always, we can go water skiing. Oh, you got me at water skiing. I love water skiing. All right. Well, any final thoughts for our listeners before we sign off, Dustin? I want to make sure that everybody understands that when you're investing, you're investing in your future. Like, you're, you're investing for freedom in the future for your life. And the biggest thing that I realized when I lost my job, I got laid off, I realized it was more risky working for somebody else. 
because a lot of people say, Dusty, it's risky to invest in real estate. I'm like, I tell you not. It's absolutely not. It's much more risky putting your life in somebody else's hands who can literally take your job away as opposed to if you know how to build the business right, you know how to buy the right properties, making $250 a month in passive income, you will be less, it will be less risky and you'll be okay. So if you guys want, get my free course, text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. 33777, I'll get it to you, but you need to realize that it's so much less risky when you know what you're doing. Well, that sounds like a great piece of advice. Dustin Heiner, we will put all of your contact information on our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. We'll make it easy for people to find you. I want to thank you again for being on our radio show today. Thank you, Peter. I'd like to thank our listeners, too, for tuning in. We're on the air again next week, same time, same station. Tell your friends and family to tune in, and then they can make a great deal, too, when it comes time to buy or sell investment real estate. Until then, goodbye, everybody. You have been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to Peter at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. The articles are outstanding, and the illustrations bring the stories to life. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. CSA puts all resources into the classroom so you get more time for planning and one-on-one time with the students. I'm Sheila. I'm born and raised here in Reno, Nevada. And I currently work at Early Head Start. I work with the one to two year olds. It's very exciting to see the growth, not only with the children, but as well with the families. If you enjoy making a difference in kids' lives, please come join us here at Early Head Start or Head Start at csareno.org. There is risk in owning investment real estate in your personal name. Sage International Incorporated, a local business, has been helping new and seasoned real estate investors with their real estate investment strategy by forming LLCs, series LLCs, and corporations to protect their real estate assets. Call 775-786-5515 for a free 30-minute consultation. That's 775-786-5515. Call Sage International. Next time on the Sherry Hill Show, I have Dr. Maria Christina of Sheehan Health and Wellness, and she is going to talk to us about how we can transform aging as we know it. Tune in for some great tips. The Sherry Hill Show, Mondays, 1130 a.m. and Sundays at 1 p.m. on 93.7 FM. The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursdays, 3 p.m. on 93.7 FM. Nevada Real Estate Radio.